Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we're talking about Daredevil Season 1, Episode 6, Condemned, which originally premiered April 10th, 2015. And as always, here's our IMDb summary. Daredevil finds himself trapped in the fallout of Fisk's plan to take control of Hell's Kitchen. Ben Yurick digs closer to the truth. Dun dun dun! <gasps> yep. Mm-hmm. Alright, so just like last time, uh, we'll summarize each of the storylines before we kind of deep dive into them. I'm going from like the least involved storyline to the most involved storyline. So we're starting off with uh, Foggy and Karen. After a surprise explosion, Karen and Foggy bring Mrs. Cardenas to the hospital. Once there, they discover that Foggy is also injured. Karen is worried that she can't get a hold of Matt, and they also see a video of the masked man when he is blamed for the attacks on Hell's Kitchen. <gasps> yeah. So yeah, we start off, uh, Foggy and Karen, when they bring um, Mrs. Cardenas to the hospital, it's like, well, there's only one hospital with one hallway where all characters that we've seen who's ever been in the hospital is there. Because <laughs> they bring her to Claire, who is conveniently there. Well, I mean, Hell's Kitchen is, what you say, six square blocks? So, how many yeah, hospitals can really but there fit are at there? Least, Two? At least three, because the <laughs> nurse lady who Yurik talked to a few episodes ago said reroute people to these two other hospitals. Mercy and something else. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they let Mrs. Cardenas go with Claire, this person they've never met before, who's not even in the nurse's uniform. Um, mm-hmm. and they don't. From what we see, they don't check in on her again. <laughs> <laughs> they find out Foggy's wounded, and no one gives a crap about Mrs. Cardenas anymore. <laughs> uh, that's true, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe Karen is every so often. She's going. We didn't. We don't really get her backstory. But uh, yeah, huh? I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe Mrs. Cardenas doesn't make it. That's entirely possible. <laughs> it's true. Um, but the fact that she doesn't. If she doesn't make it, and then she ju- they just never mention her again. Uh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's true. Um, I mean, definitely not what they signed up for to be lawyers, but uh, mm-hmm. still not not a good friend thing to do, right? Yeah, true. I mean, she made her uh, made them dinner for their first date. Ah, that's right. Also, set up their first date. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true too. <laughs> So I like uh, Foggy's reaction to find out that he's bleeding. He's like, oh, thank God. Because if he wasn't bleeding, there's probably something much worse wrong with him. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you ever been in a situation where you're relieved that you're bleeding? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Yeah, neither have I. I'm also, I have been in a situation many times where I'm surprised that I'm bleeding. I thought that something just, you know, grazed me, and then I look at my arm and it's, like, bleeding profusely. That's not a great feeling. Yeah, um, 
I mean, I've been in that situation where I was surprised I was bleeding, but not surprised I was bleeding profusely. Um, that's <laughs> maybe I used the wrong word. I was yeah, I maybe. Was, uh... <laughs> like, like, did you look oh, no, down I'm... and you were missing a toe and you had a bunch of blood coming out? Is that what, you, what you're describing? Actually, actually, that has happened. Not a whole toe, but I have ripped my toenail off and not realized Ooh. it. Yeah. And then oh, you notice yeah, you it. See... Then you're in pain. So I wish I hadn't noticed it. <laughs> uh, you see, that's where you and I are different. I did that once accidentally, too. Ripped off a toenail. And I noticed immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. And was a complete wuss about it. So that's that's just how I am. <clears throat> well, I have, I have broken that pinky toe multiple times. Oh. So I think there's probably nerve damage in there. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. That's nice. (laughs) It doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. (laughs) I I have the power of an invulnerable pinky toe. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, after they get Foggy into a bed, um, they realize that not only is Matt's not answering his phone, it goes straight to voicemail, apparently. So, either his phone's off, or he was consumed in a fire explosion, and there's just no phone. So, mm-hmm. I don't know why they're worried. There's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> they could go look for him. That's... <laughs> yeah. Which Foggy wants to do. Mm-hmm. But, apparently he's not allowed to. I mean, how injured really is Foggy? I, you he know, they've been saying... a couple stitches. Yeah. Or just a good band-aid. I mean, does he really need the stitches? I don't actually know. Don't I know, know nothing medically. We don't. I don't know. I mean, he was probably impaled with some drywall. So, a band-aid should be fine. Yeah, perfect. I mean, he didn't even notice the bleeding until he got to the hospital. I'm sure he's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, yeah, the last little bit with this section is, uh, they see the video on TV from, later we'll find out why the video is on TV, but, um, blaming Daredevil for all the attacks on Hell's Kitchen, Mm -hmm. which Karen doesn't believe it was really him because she got saved by him once. And Foggy's like, oh, this guy's a psychopath. It's probably him. Definitely sure. And then he gets a pitchfork (laughs) and starts hunting them. <clears throat> um I I mean it's really hard to not side with both of them for different reasons for me cuz like on mm-hmm. one hand um uh, you know on Karen's side of things she's used to like like she, when she met him he did a really good thing of saving her life however in order to do that he beat someone half to death and then yeah, well, that's pretty much it. I guess left him unconscious and threw him onto some some stairs somewhere, so that way the guy could be arrested. Uh, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Did the did the um, video blame him for the bombing? Yeah, for the bombings and the shooting of the police, or was it just one or the other? I remember them saying it was the bombings. Okay. Um, I mean, I would assume they're also blaming him for the shootings. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay, because if it was that just the bombings... Sense. Yeah, if, if it was just the bombings, it would make sense to me. 
like, hey, a random person in a mask doing this thing. Uh, maybe he decided, yeah, okay, I guess killing bad guys is okay. And then he just starts bombing their their buildings. Um, you know, it's very easy to go off the rails for that, mm-hmm. but especially someone that she only yeah. knew for 10 minutes. Yeah. Hey, uh, why did she assume it's the same guy? Can no one else wear a black mask? <laughs> um, not in the way he's wearing it. I mean... If you're gonna wear a black mask yeah. that way, like then you can't just be a copycat. Someone else needs to get a different color. Someone will get red and blue and pink and yellow, maybe some tie dye, maybe a <laughs> rainbow. I thought maybe you were get... going with Power Rangers until you went tie dye. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about that at all. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you start getting. Fancy Although it's with been it. a while since I watched since I watched a TV show. Is there now a tie dye ranger? um i don't believe there has been um i've seen all of them except the most recent season so So, no so you tell me there could be a chance that's true there is a chance (laughs) all right so i'm done with uh foggy and karen you got anything else for this section nah not a thing i'm done So uh, let's move on to Mr. Benjamin Yurik. <laughs> After a surprise explosion, Ben goes to the location where the masked man is hiding, stalling Fisk's plans to flush Murdoch out. <gasps> so, so we start off with uh, Ben and his uh, crazy person bulletin board, which is what I, now I just see the meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, where he's just pointing at the crazy board, but yeah, of uh, I mean, of Charlie he's... doing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's uh got more information on the Kingpin's operations than anyone except for Matt, and he's doing it a lot easier than Matt is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, you do what you know, right? Um, Matt knows to beat people up in the dark. And Ben Yurik knows to ask people questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one's better, honestly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm glad we've got a show where we get to see both. And yeah, you also know, someone all... gets a crazy board. Uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's always important to think of a different way to do something. Mm-hmm. Because uh, everyone has their own process for doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm going to bring this exact thing up again in a little bit, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, he hears a commotion in the main newsroom, and he goes out, and he uh, finds out that there's been a surprise explosion, and everyone is surprised. <gasps> um, yep. Uh, and off the top of his head... After he hears the addresses, he knows these are all places the Russians control. So he's got way more information than Daredevil. Not just like he has the same information. He is way better at this. Yes, because Daredevil only knows it because like he knows the locations because he stole someone's phone in the previous episode and got lucky because a text came through. Um, yeah, and ben he Urich. doesn't know. I mean, yeah, I don't think he completely knew it was all four Russian locations. I think he knew these were crime locations. Hmm. 
Yeah, he just knows, oh, here are four addresses. Cool, let's go do something about it. <laughs> and he never found out what was inside them because of a surprise explosion. Well, he knows what's inside them now. <laughs> Fire and death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you're right. I didn't think about how about that level of knowledge that Yurik has. Um, yeah, no, he he knows a ton, uh, probably fast too. Like I'm, I'm sure he's he has a fair bit of information from his decades of doing this job, right? Like he had that informant in the previous episode, like two or three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so he probably had just has some background knowledge already, but that's a. Like he just knows it. You're right. Like that's that's a interesting level of detail he already has. Well, I you know what? People are probably more willing to talk if you're not threatening to break their arm. Because once you break that arm, I mean they're gonna be crying and yelling anyway, so they're not mm-hmm. gonna get too much more information. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so um Instead of going to one of those locations, Ben shows up where all the police are gathered around where the masked man is hidden. <gasps> How does he, is he one of those people who listen to police chatter? Like, um, I forget what those are called, police scanner things? Uh, yeah, the police or how radio. did he know? Yeah. yeah, how did he know that all the police were there doing that stuff? Well, if I remember correctly... This is what his counterpart, Ben Urich, did in the 2003 Daredevil movie. He listened to police radio. Yeah. So it was probably okay. what he did. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is almost beat for beat exactly like Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't even know why they remade it. And neither do I. It's just a cash grab, really, mm-hmm. I'm sure. um but yeah no i you're right i don't know why he went there why he chose that specific spot it wasn't even one of the explosions too right like um we do do we ever get any kind of insight into why he went there not that i know of not that i can recall Hmm. um my best guess was he was driving to where one of the explosions were and then saw a crap load of police around this building and he was like hey that's probably interesting (laughs) That's true. If they're not going to an explosion, they're going somewhere else. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, a little later, we get. I mean, I'm I'm sprinkling Fisk into these other storylines because there's not enough to go for just a Fisk storyline. Uh-huh. But um, Fisk wants to pay off the reporter that's there, but then they find out it's Ben Yurick, who is incorruptible. I guess. <laughs> so you're telling me if Fisk showed up and offered to pay for his wife's medical expenses, that wouldn't at least tempt him? Um, I'm sure it would be tempt, like it would be super tempting. But like, if that doesn't work, then Fisk would have to go to idea number two, which would just be to kill his wife. Like that's sure. that, that's easily a thing he would do and have no problem with, right? Like. And he probably knows that information, too, since he knows so much about everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so instead of offering money to Fisk, or to Yurik, not Fisk, 
You're supposed to give me 10 bucks to go away. Oh, that worked? Sweet. So that's probably all that Yurik has. All that Yurik has. <laughs> no, um, Fisk uh, calls in his contacts to discourage Yurik. So he calls in the media, so all the media sees the evilness that is the man in the mask. And, yeah, and we get a MCU Easter egg in here because the company or the uh, station that is broadcasting and the actually the one that Foggy and Karen see is WHIH which is I don't know what that stands for but it's the news uh, station that like all of the MCU gets their news from is WHIH I believe it stands for what have I heard and it's it's news people talking about things they've heard <laughs> yep <laughs> Oh, that makes no sense, Al, because the I is the only thing that's lowercase. Ah, all right. Yep. Well, never mind. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that that's all I had for the Ben Yurik section. Do you have anything else for that? No, not not really. Not not too much there. Yeah. Well, now we're going into the longest, most involved section, <laughs> which is. The Daredevil section in a show called Daredevil. (laughs) After a surprise explosion, Daredevil escapes from the police by doing some cool flips and ninja shit. Then he brings Vladimir to an abandoned building. After painfully saving Vladimir multiple times, Vladimir tries to kill him, making them fall two stories into the basement. Daredevil gets a friendly call from Fisk before he is blamed by Fisk's media for the terrorist attacks and the attacks on the police outside. Daredevil and Vladimir escape to the sewers, where a dying Vladimir sacrifices himself to let Daredevil escape from Fisk's dirty cops, after giving him information about Leland Owsley. No dun dun dun, that's not very dramatic. Yeah, not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we start off where the cliffhanger ended the last episode with uh, Daredevil and Vladimir, um, or actually more Daredevil being held by gunpoint and Vladimir, you know, unconscious. Uh-huh. <laughs> being held by Daredevil, yeah. 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 And the, the, cop, the cop comes up and goes, don't you freaking move! <laughs> Which shows me that this was made by Disney because no cop would censor themselves <laughs> like that. <laughs> In New York yeah. or any other place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. they, they still have... Um... I mean, I, does Netflix actually have, like, ratings as far as their stuff is concerned? Can they just do whatever, but they choose not to? Do they censor themselves? I think, I mean, they censor themselves for their audience. And for this, Disney is going for, like, a dark PG-13. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it should be worse, because we did see a guy's head get decapitated by a car door. Mm-hmm. But I guess we never technically see it. Alright. So, yeah. So it's like seeing a bad guy killed in a children's cartoon. It's okay, because we don't see it, we just hear it off screen. Yeah, you assume Scar fell. No, he didn't die. He got eaten alive by hyenas. You you assume Gaston fell to his death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh god, now I'm thinking about Scar. <laughs> Well, we'll get to that one in seven um, or eight years. 
Yeah, when we run out of um, <laughs> when we run out of Christmas movies, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> or we start hitting other uh, other holidays. Yeah, <laughs> Earth Day. Yeah, Lion yeah. King. So for this scene, uh, when Daredevil um, mm-hmm. is getting arrested, so he he's actually getting arrested by the cops, and. Yeah. Like, they kind of tease us a little bit. Like, oh, what's he going to do? How is he going to get out of this one? And then the cops just put the handcuffs on him. And that's it. And mm-hmm. they're, like, taking him. Um, and then, of course, they, they say they're, they're lying about, oh, what are we going to do? Well, we've got to finish the job and kill this guy. So then, you know, him being Daredevil, he gets out of it. But if they didn't, like, just say it right there, would he have actually let himself be arrested? Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like he would have done that ninja ninja stuff. Maybe close to the car. Maybe when he's more in an advantage advantageous position. But I mean, it didn't hurt him. He literally got these knocked these four guys out with both hands tied. <laughs> that, okay, that's true. Because I I so the reason I I question this is because last week's episode. Remember where. Um, Matt Murdock was at the police precinct and he was overhearing the two officers shoot the Russian guy, the Russian gangster. And mm-hmm. he he got up, he started going in the direction to wherever that interrogation room was, and he might have done something? I, I, I don't know. So, like, that's where I'm... Like, what's his line for, like, at what point will he be okay being caught in order to do something? You know, like, to stop Fisk or, or something or other. Um, I think he want. I mean, to save a life, probably. Okay. I mean, he was too slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, he had like ten more seconds, he would have probably just started parkouring through the hallway, and then that would have taken some explaining. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That that works for me. That's it. So, uh, Daredevil takes, uh, Vladimir, who, who he had to knock unconscious again, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to an abandoned building. And, uh, he tries to convince him, uh, that, uh, Daredevil tries to convince him that he didn't kill Anatoly, which is not, doesn't work out too well. He doesn't mm-hmm. really, uh, believe him. <laughs> but uh, Vladimir passes out again. <laughs> so Daredevil calls his nurse friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, Daredevil calls uh, Claire so she can walk him through stabilizing Vladimir. <laughs> and first she freaks out saying it's not not super easy. And then he tells her it's Vladimir, the guy who ordered her to be um, almost murdered, right? Yeah, at a minimum, tortured. Why? Yeah, why does Matt tell her that? You tell her that after you save the guy. <laughs> so she doesn't have second thoughts. Yeah. Well, because then that would be cheating. Yeah, I think wearing a mask is cheating. I think pretending yeah, actually being blind but having superpowers is cheating as well. Probably. Uh <laughs> no, I was referencing the thing from earlier in the season when uh Ben Urich 
yeah. didn't give the uh, office, the, the hospital office lady, the, uh, what was it, the treat, the pastry? The Danish. Yeah, the Danish, because yeah. he said that would have been cheating. So, you know, same thing here, right? He's, well, it's, uh, he, he's got to play less dirty, I guess. I don't know. No, I'm with you. I don't understand why he, he said that. Uh, maybe he just wants to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. His um, Daredevil's moral code is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just a tad. Just a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. Oh, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I, w- I was gonna say. So um, when she walks him through stabilizing, uh, Vladimir, um, he ends up using the this flare to you know cauterize mm-hmm. the wound. Uh, did they explain where the flare came from? Because I missed that. Yes. Uh, she asks what's around him, and he uses his echolocation to say, like, there's a bunch of things around him, like duct tape, a bunch of old wood, and then, like, a roadside bag with some emergency stuff in it, and the flare was in the road bag. Ah, uh, okay. And, yeah, I completely missed that. I was probably looking something up. Okay. Well, my mistake. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, he uses the flare to cauterize the wound, mostly, you know, because it will actually help him. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, because Claire wants revenge. <laughs> <laughs> she was A-okay with that. Uh-huh. And as he's cauterizing the room, the, the wound, the screaming gets the attention of the unluckiest cop in the world. Uh-huh. This one guy who's just wandering the streets by himself, not even utilizing the buddy system, mm-hmm. but going up by himself. Yeah. I mean, it's his yeah. fault. He didn't go help explosion victims or something. I, I don't actually know what all the other cops are doing in the area. Um, when so many explosions go off, I kind of would assume most of them would go there. Well. I, I feel like this is the only clean cop in Hell's Kitchen, because all the other cops are out killing surviving Russians, right? Yeah, from, from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's only uh, been there for two months on the job, so that sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Almost as bad as being the day before retirement. Not uh. quite. <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, uh, Matt, after he gets to jump on him, asks him, like, what is your job? And he says he works for the city of New York or something like that. New York Police Department. But Matt uses his hearing to hear if he's lying, like he usually does. But wouldn't his heart be elevated anyway because he's being attacked by a masked man? <laughs> so I'm not so sure I'm... how his, his lie detector works <laughs> um, So I was going to bring up this exact same thing Because that's like like I don't remember what's There, there was something famous that said Oh, when you're going to do a lie detector test um, Step on a thumbtack every time you answer a question So that way your heart is always the same way When they ask you a question Versus like when they hear you tell the truthful answer at the beginning Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, Daredevil didn't have like a truth question at the beginning, so he it, it must be some other way for him to detect if someone's t- lying or telling the truth. Um, I, I'm I'm just like throwing out ideas here because I, I was wondering the same thing earlier. Like maybe I mean, there's <clears throat> micro expressions as far as like what our body does, and maybe he's 
hearing the expressions do things certain way. Um, I don't know if he can hear body parts move, but that's one weird observation. Okay, then yeah, that might be it. Um, I really don't know what else. I I can't think of any other possible way. Yeah, I mean, even if that is true, wouldn't it be the same problem? um, I'm not a lieologist or whatever you would call it. No, that's a technical term. Uh Okay, I'm not a lieologist. But, <laughs> um, I assume that those micro expressions are based on, like, you're in a calm environment. I think a lot of that goes out the window when you're lying under duress while being attacked by a masked vigilante. By probably. With a dead yeah, guy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, potentially dead guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have no idea how his lie detector powers would work in this scenario. Or really, to be honest, every other scenario, because most of the time when he's using his lie detection powers, he's in this exact same situation, where he's attacking someone and interrogating them. Yeah, or he's being a lawyer where it's not useful because he can't prove anything anyway. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, he can at least prove it to himself. And then he knows if he wants to. Well, I know the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, he uses that to determine if he wants to uh, represent them in court or not. Um, or if oh, yeah, that's true. they're actually lying, then he determines that instead he just wants justice and will dress up as Daredevil later that night and attack them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or if the person's just saying they're literally not lying, but their heart's beating really fast because they're stressed out. What if those people had just have anxiety that he blames for X, Y, or Z? Well, too bad. They're getting attacked by Daredevil. <laughs> this is, now they're a little more anxious. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, Daredevil gets the young cop guy on uh, his walkie-talkie and tells him to call off the other cops. And he does probably, honestly, the bravest thing that someone could do is he defies them and tells them to come in anyway. It sucks because oh, yeah. Daredevil's a good guy. But mm-hmm. Daredevil's not coming off as a good guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He like he did the thing that he thought will probably get him killed, um, just kind of hoping for the best, but hey, at least he's trying to be a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should change the name of the show to Random Cop Guy, except Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah. say his name. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, unfortunately. That's true, but I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So after um, Matt ties up random cop guy with the duct tape that's conveniently also in the abandoned room, uh, <clears throat> Vladimir wakes up again. And I realize Vladimir is like the most resilient person on the face of the earth. <laughs> because the fact that he just keeps waking up <laughs> every 10 minutes yep. um yeah so uh after waking up for like the 14th time um he tells a story about how uh they got approached which I wrote a confusing note 
So, um, but how they got approached by Wesley in almost the exact same way that Foggy and Murdoch got approached um, earlier by telling him that, oh, we'll just give you the money and you'll have this extra business and then eventually you become an evil corporation. I think that's how it works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Vladimir is about to reveal who the money man is. And he starts talking quieter and quieter and quieter. So Murdoch has to come closer and closer. And then he attacks him by, with a two by four. Ah. And is so super strong, he knocks him down two floors. <laughs> <laughs> One floor, okay, but not two. Two is uh, no, that's some crazy ridiculous. stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. And considering everything Vladimir has gone through, are we? Sh- I'm not sure he's not a superhuman as well. Because <laughs> the fact that he could do that, knock Matt down, and then destroy the building more. Mm-hmm. He was also landed on by Murdoch, right? If I remember, because he was on the bottom when he went through the, oh, yeah. the two floors. Yeah. So, like, it, yeah. he took even more damage <laughs> than Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, it knocked Matt, off, knocked Matt out for a little while. But, um, he wakes up and Vladimir starts dying. So Matt gives him the worst CPR on the face of the earth, where he just starts <laughs> punching him in the chest. <laughs> I mean, it works, I guess. <laughs> but it wouldn't work. That's no. the thing. I've, I've been to CPR training before, and I always cringe when I think of like people watching Daredevil or something like this, and then someone actually dying, and they just start punching them in the chest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunately, it's one of those things that's so common in TV shows, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, um, like, when, when you're dying the way he's doing, would, or the way, the way, uh, Vladimir was in that situation, would normal CPR have done anything? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would assume if anything is going to help him in that situation, CPR wouldn't be the worst thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's better than having, you know, a defibrillator or something like that. It's probably not better than having a defibrillator. <laughs> probably not, yeah. <laughs> he probably needs a hospital <laughs> or a funeral home. Mm-hmm. So around this time, yeah, uh, around this time, um, uh, Fisk has Wesley go buy a walkie-talkie, or (laughs) I assume buy a walkie-talkie. It's just in a brown bag, so I don't know where this walkie-talkie came from, because usually they come in boxes. You got to charge them for a while, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually a really clever moment that's easy to miss is you hear one of Fisk's dirty cops tell the other cops to change to channel 5. So he tells all the other cops to change to a different channel. That way they don't hear what Fisk is saying to um, to Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, 
Daredevil gets a friendly call from the walkie-talkie that miraculously also fell with them. So that was lucky, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and we get the cliche, you know, we're not so different, you and I, type <laughs> speech. Uh, what do you think uh, Fisk's end goal for this conversation was? For Daredevil to go like, hey, you're right. I'm just going to give up now. Or what do you think? <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of think that, okay, so if I remember correctly, this is the first time Fisk and Daredevil have actually spoken, right? Correct. Okay, so I honestly, I kind of think that this was just Fisk trying to get an understanding of Daredevil and know the person and the character. And so that way, next time, or if, if, you know, things don't work out in the best possible case for him. Uh, next time, he's can at least think about it a little bit more and kind of factor that into the plans of, oh, maybe, well, I can do this and this. And then, oh, maybe Daredevil shows up, so I should get ready for that by doing this other thing. Um, and it might be something like that. I, I don't think that Fisk actually thought he would get Daredevil to stop. Um, maybe that was like a best case scenario that uh, if he was really lucky it would have happened but uh no i really think at a at a minimum he just wanted to get to know the person that's fair yeah um yeah i mean that makes as much sense as anything mm-hmm. maybe i mean the alternative idea is he just wanted to make sure he was in there before he sent all his cop guys down like, but that's a good point yeah that could also work were, I mean, it could have been just Vladimir in there doing all this, and then it'd be stupid, or it wouldn't work out for him if he blamed Daredevil and Daredevil wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Huh. So, um, he gives him an ultimatum saying, kill Vladimir or be blamed for all this stuff and keep getting hunted. And then he decides not to kill Vladimir, which, you know, probably should have killed Vladimir. Vladimir is going to die anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is exactly what we see at the end of the episode, right? That's what happens. He he Spoiler. knows he's dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Fisk uses snipers to kill the cops outside, who are the cops who are working for him, trying to get Daredevil, who's inside. But he's putting a sniper outside, so it looks like there's two Daredevils? Or what's the logic here? That's the part I don't fully understand. Um, especially because, the, I, this is why I asked earlier when we were talking about the, the tape that Karen sees uh, on the news about the cops, if the, if the news was blaming Daredevil for the shootings also. And I still don't understand how they would blame Daredevil. Um, I haven't watched next week's episode yet i haven't gotten around to that one so i I don't know if they you know maybe give a little bit better of answers for it but um yeah i i don't know maybe best case scenario for fisk he's trying to make the argument that daredevil isn't working alone and maybe there's Mm -hmm. that kind of thing going on i don't know i guess now Mm -hmm. the manhunt's going more places which doesn't he want to keep it on murdoch yeah he probably does. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, 
we do get a little Easter egg too in this scene. Because the sniper has an ace of spades, which is something that uh, Bullseye uses a lot. Is that he has an ace of spades kind of a symbol, or one of them? But <laughs> that makes no sense because Bullseye appears later. <laughs> yeah, just just That's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then, um, yeah, Daredevil and Vladimir escape to the sewers. And they actually kind of work together. Um, <laughs> yeah, once they escape, the the bad cops kill the one good cop, which sucks. Ah. And, yeah. And then, um, yeah, in the sewers, I think we get the most, like, visually interesting fight, where it's, like, the lights of the gunshots are the only thing lighting up Daredevil's fights from the cops. Uh, it reminds me of the fight between Count Dooku and Anakin in Star Wars Episode 2 where they're only lit by the lightsabers. I'm just mentioning that so I can check off my Star Wars thing. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to remember that scene. I don't remember when it's just the, the lights. This is the end fight, right? It's Yeah, it's after Obi-Wan's been knocked down, but before Yoda is appears. <laughs> Okay, I, I remember the scene. I guess I just don't remember that it was dark at, at any point during that fight. Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> and don't worry, it's the worst Star Wars movie. You don't have to see it again. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, after dying 43,000 times, uh, Vladimir decides he's not going to go any further. I think he stubbed his toe or something, so he's just, he's done. Mm-hmm. Um. But that he does, one last hit um, <laughs> yep, uh, he does re- uh, reveal, um, information about Owlsley, and then, uh, stays behind with a machine gun to stop any other people. The end. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> ah. So all of that work yeah. from Daredevil for nothing. Ah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know okay. who Daredevil should talk to? Hmm. Uh Ben Yurick. <laughs> oh yeah, that would probably be great for them them both. Ugh, you could really fill in some gaps there on their knowledge. <laughs> so Um do did I miss anything you wanted to cover for this episode? There was one thing, actually. Uh so in this episode, yeah. um Daredevil figures out or like towards the end of here. Daredevil figures out, you know, when he's in that warehouse building, like how to escape, right? Because he hears, oh, we can go below. Like he hears um, a sewer or whatever. I don't, I don't know how he figured it, but I, I could have sworn he heard it. Something about it. Um, yeah, hear the water or something like that. Okay, got it. So his powers there helped him to get out in 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 his own specific way. Um, I'm kind of wondering what other characters have done things differently. Like if we grabbed another hero, like. Captain America could have fought his way out, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Iron Man would just fly out. I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, who else. Um, um, oh, Agent May. She would Wait. probably do things somewhat differently. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know how Agent May... I mean, just solo? Yeah, I'm... 
Yeah, I'm assuming that something went wrong on a mission, and she can't contact her team now, and it's just her. Like, would she have figured out the I same mean, thing? Like, oh, try to get underneath the building, or would she have tried to, like, get out in some other I way? I think she would have. I think she would have fought her way out because she has no qualms about killing people. So she would take some of those guns, and just you know, escape down the alley and kill whoever she needs to kill to get out. That's true, especially because at this point you kind of have to work under the assumption that any cops that go in are bad guy cops, right? They're all working for Fisk. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. That's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. Just because, like, it the the escape was very much Daredevil specific, like how he would have gotten out. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be more interesting to think of like how Jessica Jones would have gotten out. Because she's, I mean, she's got super strength, but she's most similar. She's not bulletproof or have mm -hmm. a glowing fist or other superpowers. That's true, yeah. Huh. But she, I I mean, she wouldn't get in this freaking situation. <laughs> That's the thing with Jessica. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that, that would not have happened. Hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it for me. How about you? You've got anything else? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. So um, this has like been one of our shortest episodes that we've talked about in a while. Um, so that's cool. Uh, anyway, um, other than that, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Hey, um, all right, everyone. This has been uh, season one, episode seven. Or sorry, episode six of Daredevil Condemned. Uh, please join us next week when we'll talk about episode seven, Stick. Uh, until then, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. Give us some ratings on your favorite uh, podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. All of them out there. Um, and that's it. This has been the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Condemnation. Truth